So, look, I'm back. I told you, coming real fast. True session part two, and this is it right here. So lately, I've been going through some things, right? Well, well let me start off with this. I'm watching uh, this Netflix series, right, called Designated Survivor, right? And it's about how the White House got got blew up. It killed all the cabinet members, and it was only one guy that survived. So I'm in season three, and in season three, they incorporate a a gay black male, right? He's a tech savvy guy. He's in the White House. Uh, nobody knew he was gay uh, at first, and then. To make a long story short, he gets uh he gets on with the White House. Well, he was already with the White House, but he gets a higher position. They're out drinking, and then the next thing you know, his boyfriend comes up and he kisses him in the mouth. Now, I don't have anything wrong with the with the gay community. Uh but in this show, it's like, why do you need to show that? Why do you need to show two young, black, masculine men kissing and having sex with each other? That's what I don't like. And I know inside this world that we live in now, where everything goes and everybody has rights, you still have to ask the question when you watch certain things or why are they putting this narrative out there? Why did you have to incorporate this inside of this show when the whole other two seasons hasn't been nothing about this? And I know there, I know this is season three, so it's a, it's a more, you know, it's a season that, that came out like just last year and they're trying to hit certain topics, but it's not hitting a topic of, you know, gay marriage and stuff like that. It's like, why did you have to put this physical scene in here of this man on top of this other man pumping him? This is not porn, people. Like, it's Netflix. It's not porn. Like, he might didn't show his private areas, but you hear them grunting and moaning. And before they show who it is, you, you just think it's, you know, a couple. But as they lead up to the bed, you see it's two black men. Young, black, masculine men. And then you got to ask yourself why. And that's what I was stuck with today is why. Why are you trying to show people that this is okay? Now, I don't want to take it to the Bible aspect of man and woman, Adam and Eve, and, and God made Adam and God made Eve. God didn't make Adam and Adam, and God didn't make Eve and Eve. I understand everybody has a, a certain way to feel about these type of topics, and I might lose some listeners today, and that's cool, but... It is called the truth session, and I'm going to speak my mind. It's like, why do you have to portray that?
Like, look, cats, I'm I'm 36 years old, so I don't I don't care about the, you know what I'm saying? I can care less for that. The man on man, and I can care about the woman on woman. That stuff is irrelevant and it's stupid and it really don't turn you on. Let's be honest. I know everybody has a dream of, you know, uh every every young man or, or, or every or every man has a has a dream, maybe. Uh, uh, of sleeping with two women and, and all that and, and the threesomes and all that. The stuff is irrelevant. If you didn't already did it, you already know it's about. It ain't nothing. It ain't nothing. So at the age of 36, when I look at stuff like this and just say you have some child out there who doesn't know who they are who don't know who they are. And then they see something like this. It might just change that child's mind. And go, oh, this is okay. They're showing it on TV. It has to be okay, right? Everybody's okay with stuff like this. No. Everybody's not okay with stuff like this. No matter how much they try to make this movement. Forget the destiny. Forget the designated survivor on Netflix. Three days ago, true story. My baby mama that I'm with now, my 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 gal that I'm with now. I got two two kids by. I got my two little boys, and then she had a daughter before I even met her. So, but I've been knowing her daughter since she was one. She's ten now. My old lady. Gives me a phone. She says, read this. So her daughter had wrote in a text message, Mom, I'm confused. I don't know what to do. And then it had a picture of a bisexual whale. And then she said something about, I don't know. So my old lady says to me, I don't know what to say to her. I don't know what to do. What should I say or what should I do? And me being the person that I am, I was like, you have to nip that in the bud. Once again, people might get mad. People might leave the show. I'm, well, well, you know, you know, you know, might, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready for it. But once again, I'm going to speak my mind as a parent. And I'm not talking about one of these new age parents, which I, I guess you can kind of consider me one. But I was raised up totally different. Man. And woman. That's it. That's all I know. I don't know about having feelings for another man. I don't know about sleeping with another man. I don't know about being gay or anything. So if a if if your ten year old daughter or your six year old son comes to you and says, Dad, I wanna be a female or or your daughter comes and says, I want to be a male. At the age of 10 or at the age of 6, your job is to not, and this is my own opinion, but your job is not to sit there and approve of that. It's not for you to sit there and to be like, oh, okay, that's fine. No, your job as a parent, at least I believe your job as a parent should be, 
for you to tell them what's right and what's wrong. To tell them how we were created. At the age of six years old or at the age of 10, you shouldn't be compromising and agreeing with your child that she wants to change her sex. That's not how that goes. So to make a long story short, me and her got into it. Because I told her, if my six-year-old son came to me talking about, Dad, I want to be a woman, I'm going to shut that down right then and there. That's not how we rock. That's not how we do things. That's not how it's supposed to go. You are a young man. And you date females. Young girls. You have a penis. You stand up. When you pee, you do not sit down. At the age of six, you do not know what you want to be. Now, when you get 20 and 30 and you decide to make that choice, then that's on you. But at least I laid down the correct foundation. And if you choose to go off the path like all of us do at a certain point in life, then that's on you. And I have nothing to do with that. And at that particular time, when you go off path, then I have a choice either to respect you or to deny you. But if I'm a loving parent, as I say I am, or as other people say they are as well, I will never deny my child. I will love him no matter what he chooses. But at the age of six, I will not allow you to choose that. Because that's not how it goes. That's not my job. My job as a parent and you being the age of six is to tell you right from wrong. That's like if I see you walking out there in the street and a car's coming and getting ready to hit you and I don't try to save you. I don't try to tell you to watch out. I don't try to try to grab your hand and pull you back from the street. I just let you go out there and get hit. What type of parent is that? I didn't, I didn't protect you from anything. I didn't protect you from harm. I just let you walk out there and get hit. I look at this the same way. I have to protect you from yourself. I have to teach you right from wrong. I have to teach you why we are here, why you are a young man. It's not my job to agree with you at the age of six and to try to reform you. No, no, that's not how that works. Now, once again, you get 20, 25, 21, 22, you off on your own, you doing your own thing, and you just happen to come back and be like, Dad, I like men? Okay. I'm going to tell you how I feel about it, and I'm going to tell you I love you. But at least I did my job. Every kid, I understand, is not perfect. But at the age of six, you can't tell me who you are and what you want to be at the age of six. And it's a lot of parents right now that agree with their children on this type of stuff. And I think it's nonsense. Because that's not our job to sit there 
and to kiss the kid's feet at the age of six and to bow your head and to tell them that it's okay and don't worry about it. I don't care if it is a phase. You're six years old. You're 10. What do you know about life, period? What kind of relationship do you have with your mom? What kind of relationship do you have with your dad? Who's teaching you right from wrong? Who's, who's teaching you anything? Once again, this goes all the way back to, to predictive programming. Passing of gay laws, having a gay Bible, gay marriage. Once again, I have nothing against it. But when it's thrown inside your face 24-7, every day, all day. And when your kids start to think that it's okay, that's when you have a real problem. That's when social media becomes a real problem. When you're letting people, when you're letting your 10-year-old watch TikTok and, and drag queen shows and and all this other type of stuff that you might not know that they're watching because you're not monitoring them at all. Like I said, it's not my daughter, so I have no control over that. But what I can do is save my little piece, and that's it. But what I can do is control what my kids do, what my sons do. And that's why I tell you, as a, as a, as a parent, as of right now, do not let your kids get caught up in the social media. Because social media is what's building relationships with your kids. Social media, it is what's teaching your kids how to be who they are today. I'm pretty sure. I'm not saying all parents, but I'm pretty sure it's a lot of parents that are not even connected to their kids. And at once upon a time, that was me as well. Until God broke me down and gave me all my kids. My 14-year-old stays with me. My 6-year-old and my 3-year-old, I see 24-7, Saturday, Sunday, through Saturday. And I got to travel backwards and forth all day to make sure that my 14-year-old is taken care of, to make sure I'm giving him the same amount of time that I'm giving them. I'm not saying that I'm perfect in any shape, form, or fashion. Do I, do I believe in God? Yes, I do. I'm not going to shy away from it. I know I don't talk about it a lot on my on, on, on my shows. I don't, I don't let my religion get out there like that because I try to keep it neutral for people. I don't want people to think that I'm coming from just one side. But at the end of the day, you have to you have to watch what your kids see. And then you have to watch what you allow your kids to see when you watching something. I remember back in the day, in the 90s, you couldn't buy a CD unless you was 18 and said parental control. You had to be 21 or 18 to buy a CD. If you went to Walmart, they had the they had the 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 clean version. Every cuss word was cut out the song. Radio, you wouldn't even hear the word ass or butt. But now on the radio, you hear ass, butt, uh, 
and every other type of word. Where did all the censorship go? Guess what? The censorship left when they got the internet. They was like, you know what? We don't need BET no more. We don't need to put out music videos. We don't need to eject people by putting out music videos anymore. We don't, you know, we don't need to corrupt kids' minds by putting out music videos anymore. We get too much flack on it on, on, on the airwaves. So, BET cut off everything. Every black music video showing went down. So now they say, you know what? You know how we get rid of all that? You ain't got to be 21. Just download YouTube. It's free for kids. And we'll put this Masonic ritual Satan video up on here. And guess what? Your kids going to see it anyway at the age of 6, at the age of 10, 13, 14, 15. And it's going to be so mesmerizing to the kids that they're going to continue to look for it every freaking day. They're going to continue to listen to the same music, the same negative black music that they pump out 24-7. The shooting of the guns. The drug dealing. The 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 having sex with the girls, degrading the women 24-7. Most people don't even look at black music like that. Check out country music. You hear country music? I don't listen to a lot of it, but the ones I do hear, they ain't talking about flooding their neighborhood with drugs and money. They ain't talking about degrading their white women. But here on black music, black entertainment, every song you hear is about selling drugs, shooting another black man or, or another person, talking about how you took his girl and made her do all this stuff to you. And the women are even just as bad in the black community because they turn around and tell you, if you want this kitty cat, you got to pay for it. And if you ain't got no money, you ain't worthless. If you, if you ain't got no money, you worthless as a black male. I'm just saying. You got to think, people. Think about how this world is... And what this world is doing to you. Get out of the box. Think outside of the box. That is real. Critical thinking. Thinking outside of the box. Not being uniform to one way thinking. That's what we've been, that's what we've been programmed with all our lives. Is one way thinking. From the time we went to pre-K. All the way into high school. And if you went to college. You got a little bit more program. Another four years or another eight years. Depending on what you was trying to do. And these people have implemented all the history and they told you what they wanted you to know. Like my partner said yesterday, just because people like us or, 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 or people like him, they know Jamantria, they know the Kabbalah, they know the Freemasonry Bible and all this. We, we, we just hitting the stepping stones. You can't beat the masters with what, with what we know.
You might be able to surprise them, but you ain't beating them. But when you got kids, you got to understand that they want your children. People in their 30s, 36, and in their 40s, and their 50s, they already lost. Your 50-year-old grandma ain't watching YouTube. Your 60-year-old grandpa or grandma ain't watching YouTube. But they get them with the news. With fear-mongering. Fear, fear, fear. Don't go outside. Don't go outside. Don't do this. Don't do that. Corona's still out there. It's still real. Schools are getting it every day. Schools are getting ready to shut down. I'm kind of happy that my 14-year-old can't go nowhere. I don't have to worry about him getting a girlfriend, even though he probably already has one. But I ain't got to worry about him having no sex for the next four years. So I can try to help him get his mind right. Try to control what he listened to, how he listened to it, how much he listened to. People should be taking this time and this side of this coronavirus is to get right with your kids, get right with yourself, and get right with your wife if you got one. You should be taking this time to sit here and to find out how can I make things better for myself and for my kids. Am I really teaching my kids? Am I showing my kids anything? What type of message am I pushing out there? What type of message are they receiving? Because the kids, once again, are the future. And the and the elite, the 1%, the people that we can't see, the people that's pushing all the narratives, they going after the kids. Because kids are on social media 24-7. From YouTube, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And you can't tell me that all that crap is positive. You can't tell me that these people that your kids are meeting that are 50,000 miles away or in, they, as in their actual city or in their school are all positive. And all these kids are giving out positive messages and they ain't talking about sex, drugs, guns, and, 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 and everything else. That's why most children don't even talk to their parents because they think their parents don't know crap. At least about not, uh, and, and at least it's not tech savvy. We give our kids electronics at the earliest of age. And then when we do that, that's a hard cycle to break because you can't break it. Once you give it to them and they didn't had it for months and months and years, you can't just jerk it away from them. You can't do that. I'm just saying, people. You gotta you gotta you gotta look, you gotta realize what's going on in this world and how this world and the narrative that they're pushing out every day. Even though we might think it's all fun and games and the shows that we watch are all funny. But this world is satanic. If you look on Netflix, you have vampires, you have witches. 
and and you have a cult symbolism all day, every day on Netflix. And these people are telling you how to how to how to how to make magic spells, how to do sigil magic, how to put the the circle on the ground, how to make the pentagram on the ground. Somebody's gonna take that seriously. Especially that's all especially if you're interested in that type of stuff and you keep flooding your mind with that type of stuff, eventually you're gonna reach out and learn how to do that type of stuff. If you listen to rap music twenty four seven and the only thing you hear is about guns and drugs and pimping and selling dope at the age of 18 or at the age of 17 or 16 or whenever you get that out on your own and you feel like you don't want to be a part of the working class and you don't want to work, you're going to go sell drugs. But that's all that's because that's all you pumped your mind up with. And whatever you put inside will come out, whatever you everything that you take in eventually comes out. That's why they say music affects your brain. That's why it hits certain chords. Go back and listen to my to my to my uh to my episodes. It's way down at the bottom, but it's called it's called uh brain frequencies. How music hits a certain brain frequency, dude. So when you listen to sad music, all of a sudden you get sad. When you listen to angry music, all of a sudden you get angry. It's real, people. And they've been perfecting this for hundreds and hundreds of years. And the kids of 2020, if you got kids, my kid is 14. So if he has a kid, he'll be going up in, in 2000 and, and, and what, 30, 2040, 2040. He ain't going to know nothing about the 1900s. He ain't going to know nothing about the 2000s. He ain't going to know nothing about the 1800s or the 1700s. Just like if you were born in 1984, you don't know nothing about the 1800s or the 1700s or the 16th besides what the school done told you. And then if you didn't got woke up from somewhere else, you done went and did your own research. But if ain't nobody never told you nothing, you just going off what the school done told you. That's all you know. And hopefully some of that stuff stuck in there. But probably after high school, none of that stuff stuck in there. Because why? You started doing your own thing. And you don't care about the system no more. Because you're a part of the system. And you working, hustling, trying to do what you got to do. To make yourself feel good. To make yourself feel better. If you done had kids and you're on child support, you, 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 you done push that to the side. Because you don't get along with the mama and you don't care about the kid because why life is hard and you try to maintain your own life. I'm not trying to preach, but I am trying to wake people up. I do want people to realize. And my take on what I said earlier about my 10-year-old stepdaughter not knowing if she likes men or, 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 or girls or, or like both. As a parent, once again, I'm going to say it again, it's not your job to agree with that. It's not your job. You might can sympathize, but it ain't your job to agree with it. It's your job to tell her what's right and what's wrong. That's your job. And y'all can crucify me or, or tell me I'm wrong. That's cool. But that, that, that's my opinion. And that's what I believe as a parent you're supposed to do. 
just like when your parents tell you not to touch the stove because it's hot. They trying to protect you. They trying to tell you what's right and what's wrong. And that's when me and her lose eye to eye. Because I'm not cool with it. Not at the age of 10. Now, if you're 25, like I said, and you're talking about you like women, then oh well. It is what it is. But not at the age of 10. You, you, you know. So, once again, people, sorry for the rant. I told you this is a truth session. This is how I feel. This is a new thing that I'm doing. It's called the truth session. Hopefully that this segment resonates with somebody. Hopefully that it helps somebody. Or maybe even opens their mind up to being a little bit different. And just not being the yes man or the yes woman. Just going along with the narrative. As a parent, as, a parent, as of today in this world, your job is to still to teach your kids, which we are. And I'm not saying all parents, but a lot of us are failing that. Teaching our kids, giving them some type of substance and not letting them just sit in front of the TV and watch TV or sitting in front of the phone and let them filter their mind with everything they get off of TikTok and everything else social media wise. I'm out, people. I appreciate the time. I appreciate the love. Continue to listen. If you feel like I'm doing a good job, continue to listen. If I'm not and you don't like the segment, hey, you can unfollow me. It's no hard feelings. I'm not tripping. But I got another one coming right back after I get done with this one. It's about Black Lives Matter, and you might not like that one either. But my job, I feel like, that I'm doing for my part of the world is trying to put out the truth. So with that being said, I love y'all. God bless. And I hit y'all back up with another one.